are listening to CKDU 88.1 FM Halifax, and it's time now for the Square Wave Symphony News Bite. Hey, it's cool here if you don't know, and let's get into the news of the weird for the week of June 14th. Uh, as a note, I do not read these stories ahead of time. Some of these may not jive well with all audiences, but they have been scanned for objectionable content. Uh, this usually runs about 13 to 15 minutes or so, so take that as you will. Our lead story for today, right under your nose. A woman known only as Sajitha from Kerala, India, disappeared in 2010 when she was just 18 years old, reported Newsweek. But about three months ago, the mystery of her disappearance began to come to light. Uh, Sajitha left her home 11 years ago and walked to 1,600 feet to the home of her neighbor. Uh, oh boy. Alinchuvatil Raman, who at the time was 24 years old. Reportedly, the couple believed their romantic relationship was threatened by their differing religions, so Raman settled her in a locked spare bedroom in his parents' home, where she spent the next decade watching a small TV using headphones. <clears throat> Raman's, uh, Raman's brother Bashir said Raman was intensely secretive about the room and kept it locked at all times. His bad temper discouraged his family from asking what about... Uh, from asking about what was going on. During the day, as everyone was at work, Rahman and Saj uh, Sajitha would have the house to themselves, Bashir said. The room had no bathroom. Sajitha was, would uh, crawl out a window at night to relieve herself. This spring, Sajitha left the home and Rahman uh, followed shortly after. His family reported him missing, but Bashir soon, quote, spotted Rahman by chance in another village where he and his beloved have set up their new home. That's, uh, oh boy, that's a very strange way to have a relationship, I guess, but that, no. I guess, I guess if you're gonna be, if, if you're 18, you can more or less decide for yourself what you want to do, although... Anyway, uh, it sounds like everything has turned out well, so let's just take it for that, shall we? Our next story, weird fashion. Crocs went on sale less than 20 years ago, much to everyone's dismay. Uh, that was my own commentary. But uh, they're already experiencing a renaissance, according to The Independent. Much to everyone's dismay. And for the spring 2002, Thank you, all of my notifications at once. Uh, this is a great time for you to start anyway. Uh, for the spring 2022 season, Crocs are getting a crossover boost from luxury fashion house Balenciaga. New models feature a stiletto heel, which looks more like a Lego piece, uh, under the traditional green or black perforated upper. The new model may cost as much as a thousand dollars, but the social media isn't on board. Uh, one tweet called them an actual nightmare, <laughs> and another commenter said she is irrationally angry. I don't blame you. Why are people spending a thousand dollars for Crocs? Like. It sounds like the only difference is a, a stilego heel. Uh, oh my goodness. 
Listen, if I had a thousand dollars to burn, I think I could find better things to burn it on. Also, if the high-heeled Crocs aren't ultra enough for you, look into this accessory, the Mundstuck, made by MYL Berlin. Mundstuck means mouthpiece. This high-style one fits over the bottom lip and decorates the chin. Oddity Central reported on June 7th, Berlin calls it structured, chic, and daring. It nestles perfectly on your lip without applying pressure or hindering your mobility. The stainless steel Munstuck comes in black, gold, or silver and in three different designs. Prices range from $75 to $140. Well, at least it's nowhere near what people are paying for designer Crocs. Um, I, I mean, if, you're, if you have to pick between one of these two things, I think I'm going to go with a Munstuck person. Um, but I think I'd rather just not pick either one of these. Weird animals! Two of them, in fact. In Victoria, Victoria, in Victoria, British Columbia, photographer Tony Austin was out for a nature walk on May 31st when he ran across an, an inexplicable sight. Murder of crows had landed close by, and one was sort of flopping around in the dirt. It would sort, uh, quote, it was sort of hop in the air and then hop back onto the gravel, Austin said. Um, as, as Austin grew near, he saw that the bird was covered with ants. He was concerned with the birds, uh, for the bird's welfare, but when he posted a picture on Facebook for bird enthusiasts, he was relieved, NPR reported. The crow was anting, spreading ants on its feathers and wings. Experts aren't clear about why birds do this. It may be related to cleanliness or to share the ants' defensive secretions of fungicides, miticides, and insecticides. It's weird things that animals just kind of pick up and sometimes just have in like genetic memory or something, but sometimes you just gotta leave these mysteries as mysteries. That's how nature works, I guess. Tell, tell you one thing that uh, nature has definitely explained, drinking water. Uh, also, the, the Independent reported on May 13th that a new BBC documentary has revealed the dolphins chew on and pass around pufferfish in an apparent effort to get high. Pufferfish release a nerve toxin when provoked. Large doses of it can be deadly, but small amounts can produce a narcotic effect. Dolphins, having partaken of just the right amount, appear to enter a trance-like state. Rob Pilly, a, zoolo a zoologist who worked as a producer on the series, said the dolphins, quote, began acting most peculiarly, hanging around with their noses at the surface as if fascinated by their own reflection. That was the most extraordinary thing to see. Yeah, they, they do say the dolphins are smart animals. I didn't realize they might have been smart enough to figure out how to get high, but there you go, I guess. The entrepreneurial spirit. Uh, small businesses have had to be created in the wake of COVID-19 pandemic, as demonstrated by the Club Crow Adult Entertainment in Toronto, Ontario. The Toronto Sun reported that shutdowns nearly destroyed the strip club until owner Teresa Marciano and her staff came up with another idea. So since we couldn't operate as a restaurant, the only thing we wanted to, to do was something outdoors, Mar Marciano said. 
Most of our staff and managers love golf, so we tried to marry both industries together. Their new venture, get this, Stiff Shafts, turned the former club's parking lot into a driving range where golfers can aim their shots of caricatures of prominent politicians. Bartenders and waitstaff will return to provide food and drink to customers, and the dancers will be caddies. Marcianos hope to open on June 14th. At least it's giving them something to do before we can get back to some semblance of normal. That's um quite quite the uh, quite the inter the interesting um, combination of ideas though. But hey, maybe it'll work. I don't know. Um, if if you happen to be in Toronto and know about this business venture, feel free to let me know. Uh, contact details at the end of the show. Precious, two West Jordan, Utah sisters, nine and four years old, set up before dawn on June 2nd with California beaches in their sights, Fox News reported. I could make a quote from The Wizard right now, but I definitely won't. Um, unfortunately, the nine-year-old was driving and things didn't go as planned. Just several miles away from home, the little driver veered into oncoming traffic, set, slamming into a semi-truck. Both girls were wearing seatbelts and no one was hurt. Their parents were unaware of the joyride until police called them after the accident. I guess they were intending to start their summer vacation a little earlier, marked West Valley Police spokesperson Roxanne Vanicu. Uh, Lieutenant uh, Sean McCarthy added, Excuse me, I don't know that we'll tell them uh, they're going the wrong way to reach California. Uh, sometimes, if you, if you don't know, sometimes you just gotta guess, right? Um, that's all I gotta say about that. Compelling explanation. A man caught for two days in a sticky situ situation. Um had been clever, had a clever if false explanation. In Santa Rosa, California on June 8th, a man was discovered trapped in the shaft of a vineyard fan. Uh, he told police that he likes to take pictures of engines using old farm equipment, but there was more to his story, NBC Bay Area reported. The Sonoma County Sheriff's Office commented after a thorough investigation which revealed the farm equipment wasn't antique and the man had far more methamphetamine than camera equipment, the motivation to climb into the fan shaft remains a total mystery. The photographer did require medical uh, medical attention, but wasn't seriously injured. Sheriff's officers will recommend several charges. There that is, and there you go. Um, I don't know. I, maybe it's because I didn't pick up on something key in there, but I'm just going to move on. Relationship goals, uh, Henry Williams and Tuhansti uh, Marie Smith of Milwaukee have been in a relationship for eight years, but things haven't gone so well lately. When Williams returned home from work on June 2nd, Smith wouldn't talk to him and was walking in circles. Williams had told her a couple of weeks before that he was thinking of getting a divorce, Yahoo News reported. Later that evening, he, woke, uh, he went to bed and awoke with the back of his head on fire, he told police. Williams grabbed his infant daughter and ran to his parents' adjacent home, where they called 911. Uh, when police arrived, Smith 
admitted to seeing William's head on fire. He, she, uh, she told him that uh, she told him that that morning she had quote started eating chicken wings and thought Henry poisoned them. Uh, Smith was charged with arson of a building, domestic abuse, and other crimes, and was ordered to undergo a competency evaluation. Uh, I don't know what kind of relationship goals um, those are, but um, yeah, you go to bed one night thinking everything's fine, everything's good, wake up the next day and you're on fire. Um, might know that reference if you don't, but maybe for the best. Wrong place, wrong time. To wrap up the news for today, uh, for this week, uh, a Volvo manufacturing plant in Western Virginia got a surprise visitor on June 4th. A young bear had somehow climbed up into the rafters of the building 20 feet high and far from stairs or a ladder and had become stuck. The state's Department of Wildlife Resources was called in, Fosner's reported, and workers immobilized the bear with a chemical dart, then removed it from the ceiling using a forklift. Given the location of the bear, odds were low that it could soon safely leave on its own, said DWR officials. Uh, workers were directed to stay in the business cafeteria during the extraction. The bear was safely taken to, quote, a suitable site for release. I mean, I know that there are some people who are a bit fascinated with the whole concept of, you know, exploring abandoned buildings. Maybe this bear picked up on this concept, didn't realize that this plant was definitely not abandoned. Uh, and, you know, again, nature works in mysterious ways. So that's going to about do it for uh, this week's edition of the Square Wave Symphony News Bite. If you enjoyed what you just heard or the chip tune you're about to hear, then you can catch more of it in the full show, Square Wave Symphony, Fridays at 5 p.m. here on CKDU. You can also follow the show on Twitter at SquareSym, S-Y-M. Uh, News of the Weird is written by the editors at Andrews McNeil Syndication, newsoftheweird.com. The background song was Field Vibes by Twilight Defect. And I leave you now with, uh, what is it? Um, Koalas with Amiga Forever mod before returning you to the world of normal. This has been the Square Wave Symphony News Bite on CKDU 88.1 FM Halifax. I'm Coolio if you don't know. I'll see you guys next time.